0: Hello, and welcome to Conversational Leadership with Jay Mann. I'm your host, Jay Mann, superintendent of the Creighton School District, and today I have a very special guest. Today joining me for our conversation about our upcoming, actually in process, science adoption is Martha Hernandez. So Martha, thank you so much for joining me today. if you would be so kind, would you share a little bit about yourself so that people who don't know you might get to know you a little bit better before we jump into talking about our science adoption?
1: Absolutely. Thank you, Mr. J Man, for having me here today. I'm super excited to talk about science, but who gets excited about that, right? Only us scientists.
0: Well, I'm on board with you for that. <laughs>
1: um, thank you. My name is Marta Lorena Hernandez. Um, so something funny, a lot of people always want to send me an email with Marta. Hernandez. I always have that L in the middle, so you won't yep. forget it. <laughs> um, I've been in the district for 20 years. This is my 20th year. I started teaching at William T. Macken as a sixth grade teacher, um, aside with Dr. Dupin. And um, I've been living in the community for 20 years. So oh, so
0: great. you're... A community member as well as a member of our team.
1: Yes, I am. That's awesome. um, super excited about this adoption. Um, the last time we made an adoption, I was pregnant oh, of wow. my 15 year old boy going into 16. So that was back in 2008. So, super excited to be um, upfront with this um, initiative.
0: That's, that is absolutely, absolutely awesome. So you've already mentioned that it's been 15 years since our last science adoption. But I'm sure there's more to the why than just the fact that our our materials are 15 years old. So could you tell us a little bit about, you know, why right now? Why is now the time to do a science adoption?
1: Um, I can think about a million reasons why, right? But I'm going to narrow it down to three very important reasons. One, I mean, our last adoption was in 2008. um, And... One of the reasons why we need new science adoption resources is um, Arizona um, adopted new science standards in 2018. Therefore, our 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 I don't want to say our content is outdated. I want to say the way we're teaching. Okay. Science is outdated.
0: That's significant.
1: Yes. And then knowing that we have a lot of brand new teachers coming, right, on on board, it's important that we are teaching to the new instructional shifts of science. And it is important that we do have these new updated resources. Um, There was a committee um, about four years ago. We called it Adventurous Committee. and through the committee, um, there was two initiatives that we wanted to do, is adopt um, math or science. Okay. And um, we did go through our math adoption a couple of years ago, and now it's science. Um, so that's one reason, our new science standards, 2018. Our second reason is um, we need to make sure that we are... Preparing our students for the twenty fourth century. Science is not what it used to be. Where you remember, we used to sit, yeah. listen to lectures, take notes, make sure you studied your notes overnight, took right. a multiple choices exam. You were smart if you remember all the facts and all the formulas, right? Yeah. You remember the periodic table. You were the smartest person in the, ta- in, the in the room. Well, you know what? We're not assessing. Intellectual ability or science or scientific concepts that way anymore. Right. We want to make sure we are preparing our students for the twenty fourth century. So what does that take? That takes some specific skills. So in the science new instructional shifts, we have the science engineering practices that they have a really mix. Our science is skills, scientist skills, and engineering practices. And if you think of any any job that we might not even know is going to be. Alive or or in place in the future, our kids are going to be prepared for that. Why? Because they'll be able to make sense of things because we've taught them, you know, how to gather information and make sense on their own and own their knowledge. Not only that, make claims of things, mm-hmm. make a claim and gather evidence to make that 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 claim um, be reasonable. So that's our second reason. We want to make sure we're preparing our students for the 21st century and for those jobs that don't even exist yet. Right. And then our third reason is our students deserve it. Our students deserve to be having the best resources out there to be prepared. And they also need to be exposed to experiences that they might not even know are out there. And... Not only that, science really sparks curiosity, right? Mm -hmm. And what's the best way to do it by having the right materials in place?
0: Oh, I think all of that is very, very true. And, you know, it's interesting because when you look at things that are happening in the world right now, those skill sets, those engineering skill skill sets, those scientific questioning and understanding skill sets, I think are going to be critical regardless of whether kids go into a scientific field of study or really anything else they do. And when you look at Arizona's economy in specific, one of the big things that's happening here right now, is we're attracting more chip manufacturers, right? So science and technology are a big part of Arizona's economic future, but in order to realize that future, we have to have a workforce that's capable of doing those things. And so one of the things that that I'm often frustrated by as a superintendent is people talk about education as if it's a, you know, you put money in and then kids come out the other side, right, kind of system, and so they're always, you know, thinking, oh, well, you know, we only need so many dollars um, to support processing kids through the system. But the reality is the more you invest in education, the better your materials, like you described, the better your resources, your your ability to staff, um, the better future citizens you make for Arizona. And your investment, that dollar investment, comes back to you multiple, multiple times by having those kids ready to make Arizona an economic powerhouse in the future. So it's, I think it's, like you said, your third one, it's the right thing to do for our kids. Absolutely, the most motivating thing at all <laughs> of all, but it's also the right thing to do if we care about our our country, our state. You know, to be successful as a nation, to be successful as a state. These are important things to do. So, thank you for that perspective. Definitely, that really definitely, great.
1: we're going to be able to hire our creating kids yeah. for those um, companies that are coming over here, right?
0: Yeah, no, definitely. Very, very true. So um, clearly, you know, you've got some work underway. Tell tell us a little bit about. Where you're at in the process, you know, kind of what that process has been looking like and how people listening might be able to participate in that process.
1: Yes. It's very important to have, um, all stakeholders input. This is a very important decision and everybody's voice is, is, is counted and important. Um, going from our community members to our teachers to our students, our board members and, and definitely our neighbors, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so we are in the process right now. We have two finalists. Um, we have um, Stavis, which is with Elevate Science, and then we have um, hopefully Mifflin hardcore which is HMH into science. Um, these are our two finalists. We definitely started already our 60-day public review um, this Tuesday, February 21st. Oh, wow. And we also have our piloting um, parallel with our 60-day review, we have currently 30 teachers across our 10 schools uh, piloting um, all the way K to 8th grade mm-hmm. lessons and programs, um, which we're super excited. Um, all of their kits were delivered um, by yesterday. Everybody had their kits oh, wow. and their books, so they're ready to start. Um, our 60-day public review is going to run by, from February 21st all the way to April 30th. Mm-hmm. Um, and the committee members and our our phenomenal piloting teachers are coming together on on May first to to analyze all our feedback and and get their feedback also from the piloting lessons and then um, definitely make a recommendation for our governing board for um, may seventh
0: wonderful yeah yeah and I know um, Another place that I, I happened to be where you got some feedback that I thought was really awesome was at our Creighton Kids Congress. Yes. I know you joined us as well as Dr. Pombo, who's our director for uh, teaching and learning. And um, you, the two of you did an amazing job facilitating student engagement and taking a look at those science materials and and giving high yield feedback. So I have never come across, I'm sure there are districts that do it, districts who actually engage their students in the process, but I am so happy and proud that we are a district that, that has engaged our students. And, of course, you talked about, you know, this review period that's going on right now. Um, so, you know, that's another chance, like, if our families want to have input, it doesn't just have to be the parents. They could actually engage their children in the process. I remember um, when we did that math adoption, you talked about our governing board president, uh, uh, President Carrillo, um, had shared that she had sat down with her daughter at the dining room table And looked at the math materials together and got her daughter's feedback before she You know gave her input at the board meeting. So there's certainly opportunity for families to continue to engage um Over the course of the the remainder of that 60-day period Um So could you tell us a little bit about how they might go about engaging in that? Line?
1: Yeah, I'm you know, I, I as you're describing and synthesizing you know everything that's been going on in the in the process of this piloting you know it they are they are 10 um, members in our community our science committee and um, it was very tough it was very tough to recruit um, parents and students and stuff yeah. but I do want to highlight there is a form of my students as oh, a wow. parent in the committee and um, Going, just going back to the way, um, there, and then another parent is from, um, the Crane Academy. Mm-hmm. But both of them have really, as they're analyzing, you know, the concepts and have been part of, of, of learning what are the new instructional shifts? What are we looking for as a mm-hmm. district and as, as, as a teach, as teachers and also, um, for our kids? They have brought some great perspective. Of like how important it is for Mm hands-on, how important it's to take our students outside and explore and make sense of it. And and one of their biggest takeaways were the conversation that we had of like what is the teacher's role while doing that inquiry and that having that conversation or or I'm sorry, facilitating that learning, Mm -hmm. right? And so it was just hard felt when I heard both of our parents, you know, just saying, how can I bring my students? How can I explain this to my student, Ms. Hernandez, so it can make sense? And then we can get and purchase the, the best resource for our yeah. kids in, in, in the Crane School District. So I think as a parent... Of two teenagers, right, mm-hmm. and uh, a student who formerly just promoted from Biltmore Preparatory Academy, um, who through science discovered that he wanted to become uh, an engineer oh, that's awesome. because all yeah. his life he wanted to be a doctor. But through through performance assessments and through task, he's learned that engineering was is his calling. He, mm-hmm. I mean, he's pretty young, right? But as a parent. I think my recommendation is to really, you know, use the resources that we have in place right now. Um, we, if you go to craneschools.org, mm-hmm. you are going to see a beautiful banner saying that Crane School District is going through a science adoption. And they are there is a beautiful digital notebook that has been put in place by our um technology manager, Robin Griffith, who has been such a pivotal support in this process. Um, and so you can see videos, you can click on the different resources, on the different materials that both of the companies, Savas and HMH, will provide. I think taking the time in a couple of sittings during dinner time and having those conversations and asking the student, what is it that you want mm-hmm. from the science? How do you want to learn science? ¿Qué es importante para ti? What is important for you? Mm-hmm. I think having those questions and those conversations from a parent perspective and not doing it in one sitting, but in various times, because you can get deeper, deeper, deeper information from your child. I think it's very important. That's my recommendation from a parent to a parent.
0: It sounds like a great recommendation.
1: Yeah. So. From a teacher's perspective, because I am still a teacher at mm-hmm. heart. I will always be a teacher. Um, I think just bringing awareness. Mm-hmm. Bringing awareness as much as we can to, to our community, to our parents. Um, you know, letting them know that we have access to making this decision that is going to be very important that we, that we all have a voice in um, letting them know that they have access to review this, these resources. And physically mm-hmm. we, we do have a physical um, public review at the family resource center. So okay. please, if um, you're listening to the podcast, make sure that your vecinos, your neighbors, your mm-hmm. tios, your tias, that's exactly what I told our junior about our ambassadors, right? Um, about letting uh, letting everybody know that it's important that you know they they have a they they go and analyze and review the resources so we do make the, the best decision and the best choice. Um, but yes, we're gonna have we have some physical um, books to review at each site. Um, if you're a community member, please visit us at a family resource center on Thirty Sixth Street. Uh, it's
0: I believe it's Montebello. Monte
1: Montebello, yep. thank you. And um, I'm sorry,
0: I'm wrong. It's Monte
1: Vista. Vista. yeah, uh, <laughs> Mono Vista, 36th yep. Street in Monte Vista. And um, in the online digital. But if you have any questions, please reach out to your um, principals on your site or... To ourselves here in the district level.
0: No, that's, that's absolutely great. One of the things we try to talk about in this podcast a lot when we talk about conversational leadership, one of the points of it is to raise voice, right, and yes. make sure that we're hearing the voice of, you know, all of the constituents that we serve. And so for me, it's very heartening to hear The levels of effort that you and the team have gone to to make sure that we're hearing that voice and also to have this shout out to ask people you know please come forward join us have your voice heard because i think you know that's how we empower people and that's how we get people to be part of the process to help us make the best possible decision. Because you know, another thing I, I like to say a lot is none of us is as smart as all of us. And so the more people that we engage in the process, the better our decision making will definitely, be. So, definitely,
1: definitely. Yeah. Um, I do want to say that we do have um, in the process as a plan to bring students in um, that are part of the piloting oh, at our site so we can get more feedback there specifically about their participation in, mm-hmm. in, in you know, um, being involved and engaged in these lessons so we can have also that perspective.
0: Great. Definitely. Well, we've covered a lot of ground. Um, I'm, you know, I think I I had a chance to join your team and share that I'm a lifelong science geek. So I'm really excited about this. But uh, before we close out, is there anything we missed that you'd like to share or anything you'd like to make certain people know about either the process or, where we're at or, or anything else?
1: I think, um, again, just raising awareness. And um, the committee is still open. And if you are interested in, in joining the committee, um, please reach out to Marta Hernandez, Dr. Pombo, your principal, your teacher. Um, and we definitely would love more people to join us. Um, we still have fifty. Six days left Uh of the public review, so we definitely can do, we can definitely use more more support and more voice, and um, and yes, and just I'm just, I I can't express just like the excitement that I have and how passionate you know we're all about this, and I can't wait for the outcome and just to start teaching with the new materials.
0: That's awesome, and I am I am. It is so heartening for me that the person who's this passionate about it <laughs> is, is helping to move us along because I think it's important that we do have passion for these things because when you put that passion and energy into the work we're doing to make sure we're making the best choices, that's what results in you know us getting this greater input and then making that better choice. So thank you for all your hard work and efforts, and thank you for joining us today. Thank you, Mr. Jabin.